0: Welcome back to the Sarpy County Tourism Pregame Show. Jake Eisenberg with you, getting you set for a doubleheader today between the Omaha Storm Chasers and the Louisville Bats. We'll have first pitch of Game One at 4:05. We're now joined on the Sarpy County Tourism Pregame Show by Annie Rogers. She's the MLB.com beat writer covering the Kansas City Royals. Right now, up in Minneapolis, where the Royals are taking on the Twins. Annie, thanks for the time. How's Target Field been?
1: You bet. Uh, Target Field's great. One of my favorite ballparks, actually, um, just because I love the city. And uh, it's beautiful weather here, so it can't get much better than that.
0: Royals lost last night, but there were some positive takeaways. MJ Melendez hit another home run. Bobby Wood Jr. nearly hit a home run. Would have been a homer pretty much anywhere except for Target Field. What have you seen from the two of them over the course of the first couple of months of this season? In Bobby's case, the first couple of months of his big league career, and in MJ's case, the first few weeks of his big league career.
1: Yeah, uh, actually, Bobby did hit that home run. Uh, it was like 406 feet uh, out to left center, so that was great to see. And MJ, of course, crushing the ball at um, 436 feet, um, just absolutely ob- <laughs> obliterating balls. Um, fantastic to see the Royals. This, this is what they expected from those two. Um, and the youth movement is coming to Kansas City. You can you can see flashes of the future with them and their bats, uh, their defense. Um, the way they're handling themselves at the big, big level, it's uh, it's really impressive to watch.
0: Now that Salvador Perez is off the injured list, what do you expect MJ's role to be moving forward?
1: I still think he's going to get playing time um, behind the plate. It'll be obvious; it won't be every day, obviously. Uh, but the Royals are going to have to get his bat in the lineup because he's been one of the most productive bats uh, throughout this recent stretch. So uh, I expect him to. Catch on um, the days that Salvi is DHing. And uh, of course, that happens, um, you know, it's going to be two or three, maybe even three or four times a week. Uh, and then I also expect MJ to, to DH some. And we might see him out, out in the outfield. He's been getting work out there, uh, right field, especially. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him out there at some point um, over the course of the next few weeks as the Royals kind of figure out this playing time uh, puzzle that they have.
0: Chatting here with Annie Rogers on the Sarpy County Tourism Pregame Show. First pitch at 4.05 today between the Omaha Storm Chasers and the Louisville Bats. Annie, you brought up the outfield, and that's where there's some interesting names right now because there's been a little bit of a shuffle with injuries and call-ups and such. Last week, we saw Dyrone Blanco's Major League debut just the other day, Brewer Hicklin's Major League debut. What was the talk about the two of those guys when they came up initially?
1: Yeah, the, the biggest thing with both of them uh, is, is their speed. Um, I know Hicklin has a great, a really intriguing power-speed combination that he's shown in the minor leagues. Uh, and Blanco, obviously, um, he's he's a fast guy. He's been a pinch runner a few times. Um, so, you know, they're not playing every day, but they're going to get their opportunities. Um, they're both uh, really good out there in center field. They've been working with Damon Hollins, uh, the Royals' outfield coach, um, you know, during early work and everything. So, I think it's exciting to, to, to kind of see them um, come up and take advantage of these opportunities that they're being given. Uh, I, I know Brewer was really excited the other day, and it's, it's awesome to see a guy like that you know, get his shot.
0: It seemed like before they wound up on the injured list, Edward Olivares was seizing his opportunity and seeing more playing time. Kyle Isbell was seizing his opportunity with more playing time. What were the kind of strides that those two players in particular took to the organization? How, how do they see them as part of the future moving forward?
1: I think really what we've seen is just more playing time, more reps, it Gets you know, you know, they're getting more comfortable. Um, Oliver took, I mean, really seized that spot, uh, especially the leadoff spot. So it you know it's always tough when you see a guy like that go down, um, but I expect him to come back. You know, mid or end of June, and and fit right back in because the Royals are, are committed to kind of seeing how this plays out for both Olivares and Isbell, who should be back um, within the next you know week or so. Um, I think we've just seen more comfortability with them, uh, especially Kyle Isbell. You know, he's hitting the ball really hard, um, and that's always good to see. And I've been really impressed with his routes in center field. Um, I know his future as a center fielder at Kauffman Stadium is a little up in the air, but the way what he's shown over the past few weeks, being out there, has uh, been really impressive. You know, he's been putting in a, a lot of a lot of work with David Holland, who I mentioned earlier. Uh, I think yeah, you know that's one thing, one storyline to watch as when he returns.
0: Chatting here with Royals MLB.com beat writer Annie Rogers on the Sarpy County Tours and pregame show. First pitch for Omaha today at 4:05 against Louisville, doubleheader. First pitch for the Royals today comes a little bit before the Storm Chasers game starts. They're taking on the Minnesota Twins. Brady Singer's on the mound now, back in the Royals rotation. Annie, and that was after a few starts in Triple A, where he saw that changeup develop a little bit more. How's Brady looked over his last few starts now back at the big league level?
1: He's been dominant. Um, you know, I think he took that time in Triple A. Uh, exactly the way he needed to he worked on the changeup. he built up innings uh, he used that time to the best of his ability and it's showing right now at the major league level I mean this is a turnaround that the Royals are just so pleased to see he's he's really excited about obviously we've talked about the changeup so much and that was a huge focus of his work in, in Omaha uh, and he's using it and he's having fun with it now too I think he's starting to see the the swings that the hitters are having off of the changeup makes his other two pitches that much better. Um, This is, this is what we've talked about for the past year. It's only positives for the Royals and we'll see how he does today facing the twins for a second time in a row. Um, But I think these, these last two starts have been uh, incredible for Brady Singer.
0: Now there are some Royals pitchers that began the season at the big league level that are now with the Storm Chasers. Chris Bubich pitched last night, retired the final 12 batters he faced, pitched a little bit better than his final line would indicate. That's been somewhat of a theme. Jackson Coar has been pretty strong over his last few starts. He's now gone at least five innings and has allowed two or few runs in each of his last three starts. Struck out nine his last time. And now we see Carlos Hernandez now with the Omaha Storm Chasers as well. There's been a little bit of a back and forth when it comes to starting pitchers between the Royals and the Storm Chasers. What is the sense of when the guys that have been sent down get called back up or vice versa
1: yeah I think this is what the Royals expected you know when they have as young young pitchers like they do right now um, it's not going to be all uh, positives at the at the big league level as much as people want that to happen and as much as that needs to happen for wins uh, to come across um, but there's going to be an adjustment period and uh, when you have as many young guys as the Royals do uh, there's going to be ups and downs and I think they're seeing that now you know um, I think they had to send Brubich and hernandez Hernandez down because they just weren 't getting it done at the big league level. They needed to take a step back, take a breath, figure out what they needed to to work on and that 's what omaha is for um, you know I was really impressed with chris's chris 's night last night because of the one walk. I know he got hit around a little bit, um, but the biggest thing is his commands, and if he can command his pitches he 's going to be um, a really impressive starter at the major league level so that was that was nice to see last night. I, I know, like you said, the final line probably doesn't um, tell the full story. Um, so I think these guys need to use Omaha to adjust, and they know what they need to do at the big league level. Now it's about actually doing it. Uh, this is this is where uh, they can get that work in at AAA and kind of figure it out. And hopefully, when they come back, um, they're they're better off for it.
0: Command is an interesting through line with the starters because at the big league level, Bubic had more walks than strikeouts. Hernandez had more walks than strikeouts. Jackson Kowar has struggled with his command at the big league level, but all three of them have a little bit better command, at least strikeout to walk ratio at the minor league level. And that's been the case for Jonathan Heasley too, who admitted that he kind of lost his fastball command in spring training, found it with the Storm Chasers, 30 strikeouts, six walks. But now in his first few big league starts, more walks than strikeouts. What do you think the disconnect is there?
1: I think it's so much easier said than done when you can say, oh, just uh, you, you attack the strike zone, attack the strike zone. Well, you're facing um, some pretty good hitters up here, and, and Heasley has admitted he's nibbling uh, on the corners of the plate because he wants to, you know, he's chasing the strikeout. He wants guys to whiff because um, he doesn't want to give up, you know, damage. He doesn't want to get guys on base. Um, th- that is a mental adjustment that every single major league pitcher has to make. Um, some make it faster than others. It's tough, I think, for people to see it happen every night here with the Royals because there are so many young guys learning it. Um, <laughs> like I said, I mean, it's just, oh, yeah, just attack the strike zone. That's that's easier said than done when you're on a major league mound and the game kind of rests on your shoulders um, and you've got, you know, 30,000 people screaming um, screaming around you. So. I think it's an adjustment period. I know Royals fans, you know, they they run out of patience, but it's something that you have to have with these guys as they learn how to attack at the major league level.
0: Finishing up here with Annie Rogers and the Sarpy County Tourism pregame show. First pitch at 4.05 between Omaha and Louisville. We'll, we'll, we'll finish up with this, Annie. You know, Vinny Pasquantino and Nick Prado have been playing really well at the AAA level, Pasquantino, especially, five for seven with two doubles and two home runs and a 19 nothing win on Wednesday. And understandably, there's a lot of clamor on when are these guys going to get their opportunity at the big league level. Internally, the conversations that you have, is there a sense that there's a timeline or a threshold that those guys have to meet in order to merit their first big league opportunity?
1: I think uh, a lot of it comes down to, one, playing time. Where are they going to play? Um how do they how do they fit on the roster? Another factor is with Pasquantino especially, um, getting more time at the AAA A level. They wanna see him dominate, which he has been, but they want to see him dominate for a longer period of time. You know, it, it has only been two months. I know it seems like a long time to to people, but that's pretty minuscule in um in regards to a full season. So I know that's hard to hear um, because you look at their numbers and you're like, why in the world are they not up here right now? They could provide a really big spark to this offense, but um, discussions are happening. Conversations are going on. Uh, I do think that we'll see them at some point um, during the summer, Uh, but for right now, the Royals are really pleased with what they're doing and they want them to continue it for as long as they need to at the AAA level before they uh, get their opportunity up here.
0: Annie, thanks so much for the time. Thanks for the insight, and we'll talk to you again soon.
1: You bet. Talk to you later.
0: We'll be right back on the Sarpy County Tourism Pre-Game Show. Starting lineups are next, and then first pitch between Omaha and Louisville right here on 1180 The Zone.